Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sharks, your daily source of everything Team Teal. The update on San Jose today is that they all pre-ordered Xboxes. Um, that's what they're doing with their lives because they haven't focused on hockey in eight months. Um, but that's neither here nor there because we have a special two-part episode coming up for you. Um, we have somebody with us, uh, I think our most famous guest ever. Uh, I think I think I can say that with 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 confidence. Um, I'm your host. I'm your host, Kyle Demetrius. With me, as always, are JD and Eric. And we have with us today former Hockey Now and Canucks Army contributor, former opener for Tokyo Police Club, formerly of the podcast Real Good Show and currently host of Block Party. His album most likely to be a comedian went to number one. And he's got a new album coming out October 16th called Long Stories for No Reason. Noted curling enthusiast, John Cullen. Hey, what great intro. That was nice. I, I felt you reading that off of a note from your phone and I appreciate that. And also, well, if, I'm the most, if I'm the most famous guest that you've ever had, you gotta you gotta step it up, boys. I'm gonna be honest with you. You gotta that is that is less of a positive reflection on me and more of an indictment on you. Damn, to be fair, all, makes fun of us first. First thing, right out of the gate, says thanks for having me on, losers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Kyle's think you guys fault. are losers. I just think you gotta shoot higher. That's all. I don't think it's Kyle's fault. He's the one who books the guests, so you know we're. Okay. I'm just gonna blame Kyle. <laughs> Uh, I slid in some DMs to no avail. Uh, in my previous life, before uh, before it was me, Eric, and JD, me and the other host had Pete Blackburn on, but I don't count that. That was a previous okay. that was a previous regime. Well, so Pete might, and Pete, Pete Blackburn is like twenty three. He doesn't count. You can't when you have like a twenty two or twenty. I don't. How old is he? Seventeen. Anyway, when you have someone that young on your show, it doesn't even count. That doesn't even matter. Like if I had like yeah. if Billie Eilish came on Block Party, I wouldn't count it. She's not famous to me. She's like 19. That's not. I could have taught her. That means nothing. Yeah. See. Yeah. We're all old. Some, we're all above 30 old here. People. So let's get like. Uh, who's old, man? I don't want to talk to old get, people. You guys got to get a shark on here. I mean, it feels like That's that can't true. be that That's hard, true. right? I mean, uh, it's, it's pretty small. They're pretty, they're pretty strict. Yeah, but the sharks are famously strict. <laughs> yeah. It's they're really, really tough oh, really? Just, like giving out credentials and so i think they're just their whole pr thing is like gotcha they don't it don't let them out easily especially to startup podcast that's been around for a year half a year how long have we been doing this uh the One official year. has been a year for the, the the podcast we've been on here since february so yeah so one oh. month since it's march five thousandth, and 10th. yeah it's, it's march 13th <laughs> yeah, all over again <laughs> So, John, you are from where I'm from. You're from Ontario. You live in Vancouver. Yep. Yep. A Leafs fan, right? I am a Leafs fan. Yep. Uh, I was born, yeah, born and raised in uh, in southern Ontario. Lived in Newmarket, uh, home of Connor McDavid. Ew. And uh, what? What's wrong with that? Newmarket's a nice Every, place, everything. and Connor's a good boy. Um, oh. But yeah, so I was I I moved here in '99. Uh, when I was 14. So I've been here for 21 years and never the Canucks are still my least favorite team. If anything, <laughs> moving here made that more, put more of a stamp on, on that than, uh, than anything else. So 
how is it going to uh, Canucks games as an away fan? I'm assuming you've been to like a Leafs game when they when they come to town. Every year, pretty much, they never win. The Leafs are really good at not winning at all. Uh, I so I would say it's a cr- like it's a crazy record. So the Leafs play here once a year. It's basically like a home game for the Leafs because um, it's like especially when the Canucks are bad because then it's like the 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 fans here are very fair weather fans. So like if the Canucks are really good, everyone in the city is the biggest Canucks fan on earth, and they've got car flags and they've got all these anecdotes and they love the Canucks and blah, blah, blah. But then when the Canucks are shit, it's like the stadium's empty. You can get tickets for 20 bucks. No one gives a shit. So like the Leafs coming to town is like the one time a year when the Canucks are bad that a season ticket holder can make their money. So, mm-hmm. um, so it, it's usually, I would say it's about 50, 50, if anything, leaning towards Leafs. Um, and the games are very contentious uh and the Leafs never win so I think I've I think I've been to almost all of them I moved here in 99 I would say that I've probably been to over 10 of them for sure and I've seen the Leafs win three times uh one of which was this year one of which was in 2004 when Travis Green current coach of the Canucks scored the only goal in a one nothing win for the Leafs (laughs) And the only other time they won was the first year that Mike Babcock was coaching the Leafs when I wanted them to lose. It was like the it was like the Phil Kessel, like James Van. It was the the Kessel oh Van Riemsdyk Lupel top line year when they were like Oof. playing like PA Parento as their second line center. Is Clark McCarthy uh, on the on the top line? Uh, MacArthur, I think, was um, in Ottawa by then. Yeah, they okay. they were like, oh, he's too good. We gotta, you know, he's having success. We gotta get rid of him. So yeah, so <laughs> we it was can't crazy. Get rid of him. Yeah. 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 So it was nuts. It was like the only time I actually wanted them to lose, and then they fucking won. So can I swear on this? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we've been, um, we've we... been wrist slapped a few times, but but it's care. okay. They can't fire us because we're not employees. So much like Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> okay. we uh, fight the power. Constantly. All right. Fair um, enough. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it tight. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, much like your experience, uh, I've been to nine straight Leafs Sharks games, and the Leafs have only won the last two, and it's sick because I'm just there, drunk out of my mind, uh, in a, in a Sharks jersey, just yelling at people and stuff. It's great. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> it uh, a lot that the Leafs were terrible for my basically my entire life. Why? Why are you a Sharks fan? Uh, my aunt bought me, so I was born in 89 and the Sharks got invented in 91. Um, yeah. I was like three and my aunt bought me a t-shirt cause she's like, my nephew would like sports. This is cool. It's deal and has a shark eating a stick. And, um, I got it and told my dad that I was giving up being a Habs fan forever and probably thought I was insane cause I was three and I somehow stuck with it. And then Owen Nolan, uh, lit up the all-star game and that was the end of that. And now I'm stuck yeah. here watching games at 10 30 eastern every single night so uh, yeah no yeah, the West Coast, that's Kyle. cool <laughs> i do I feel like in the spring. oh nice i feel like that's a uh it's kind of like a rite of passage i think for like i mean you said you're a habs fan or you're a habs family but like growing up in southern ontario i think every kid goes through a phase where they don't cheer for the Leafs because the Leafs are just like so ubiquitous in Southern Ontario and bad. Yeah, they've been pretty much bad my whole life, but they're also just like everyone cheers for the Leafs and it's like Leafs, Leafs, Leafs. Like people in Vancouver complain 
Yeah, exactly. People in Vancouver complain a lot because they're like, oh, you know, the Leafs always lead the sports coverage and blah, blah, blah. But like even in Toronto, you're like, oh, this is too much. When you're like seven years old, you're like, everybody likes the Leafs. I'm going to be contrarian. I was a Florida Panthers fan for like four years. Yes, because they had so everybody who was like a child. Yeah. So everybody who's a child in the 90s had Florida Panthers swag. They had I used to have this like. Like the cat. Almost like corduroy. Yeah, it had the cat, but it was like blue with like a red thing. There's many pictures of me wearing this Florida Panthers hat. I'm pretty confident everybody in Southern Ontario, if you're over the age of 26, 27, was a Panthers fan for a hot minute, especially when Burray was doing stuff. Totally. You're like, this is the coolest oh, thing yeah, of all they, time. They made the cup final, and Van Beesbrook had the sweet mask, and Jovanovski was awesome. And like, yeah. So there was like three or four years there where I was a Panthers fan. And then when I moved to Vancouver, was actually kind of when I like, reconnected with being a Leafs fan because it felt like that was like the thing that was tying me to like where I was from and I hate I don't just fucking sorry and I just absolutely hated that I hated the Canucks and so I was just like I can't I mean the second I moved here I was like I can't no I can I'll never cheer for the Canucks. All right guys we want to take a quick break to talk to you guys about rockauto.com so rockauto.com is a website where you can purchase parts for your vehicle it doesn't matter what type of vehicle you have. So if you have a classic car, daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Uh, the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts you're available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Uh, best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car and truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box, so that way they know that we sent you. Remember, with rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliable prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Yeah, the nice I filter think- between Toronto and Vancouver where all the noise kind of washes out by the time it hits you. You're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> Leafs are just yes. covered like a normal team. Normal-ish team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, normal-ish. I mean, there's yeah. still, if you if you want Leafs coverage, you can find it. That's for sure. Yeah. It's like the the Cowboys for the, you know, for like football. Yes. It's just like, yeah, like growing up, you know, whereas, because the Cowboys were good, you know, like when we were all kids, the Cowboys were good, like in the early 90s. And it's like, everybody's a Cowboys fan. And then, yeah, now they haven't been good for, 30 years and it's a lot of parallels actually but well and i think being... too the cowboys it's such a sweet logo too right like it's yeah. basic but it's it looks so good like it looks yeah. good on everything it looks good on a hat it looks good on a shirt it's like so it's so easy to be like yeah i'm just wearing this sweet star shirt it's like yeah totally it's awesome yeah it's funny because like football obviously live in canada we don't have any fail teams but every single person in ontario is a buffalo bills fan Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the only before the advent of like many sports channels or many channels buffalo was the only football team on tv here so you turn on the tv and be those that dolphins every week it was terrible I, I like their unis though too they look nice they're just they're simple they're fresh they have a cool logo they're okay you're a dolphins fan <laughs> well the dolphins have sweet jerseys that, oh though they the they're throwback, some of the best the yeah, throwback jerseys are like oh, bright teal or yeah. sick yes totally it's like teal and orange is such a good color combination it's like and here's yeah. the thing like i like the sharks a lot I, I i told kyle this the sharks are actually my second favorite team um and I thought you were it's pandering. very very distant second 
No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, because it's it's actually it's actually a sweet story. Uh, um, uh -oh. My dad and I decided because uh, when Vancouver is really good, Vancouver is quite a rich city, as I'm sure you probably know. It's very expensive to live here, and and it's 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 just you know costs are crazy here, and that goes with the Canucks. So the Canucks were very good. Uh, you know, like 2008 to obviously they had the cup run in 2011, but that kind of like yeah, five years they were, <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. Yeah. So, well, so I'm, get, so I'm, so I'm getting to that. So going to a game here was so expensive, like so expensive. It was crazy. So my dad and I decided like, we're both huge hockey fans. We started looking into like, what would it be like to go down to California and watch a game? Because like, by the time you fly down to California and the tickets are so much cheaper, then you're basically you get a trip to California for like what you would pay to see the Canucks a couple times. So my dad and I have done three uh, road trips, although we flew. But um, the first one we did was to San Jose. Uh, we stayed at uh, the Arena Hotel, which is now very expensive, but it used to be like 60 bucks a night and it's like a block from the rink and it's oh, a nice amazing. hotel. It's awesome. So so we flew down there. We saw them play Ottawa and Montreal randomly. That's just like who was in San Jose. And we like, you know, went around San Francisco, whatever. We had this great time. And then we did another one to L.A. and we saw the Kings play a couple games. And then um, in 2011, when the Canucks played the Sharks in the conference final, I was like, you know, going to a Leafs playoff game is probably like never going to happen. But my dad and I had this kind of bond over the Sharks. So it was like, oh, why don't we go to San Jose to watch the Canucks uh, and the Sharks? And so we flew to San Jose from Vancouver to cheer for the Sharks against Vancouver in 2011 amazing. in the conference finals. So we were there for game three and four. And it was uh, it was a blast. Like, uh, I love like the pavilion is a great place to watch a game. Yeah. And uh, we, we love the team. Is that what it's called now still? No, oh, it's called the SAP Center. Center. But I, yeah. I like oh. that HP Pavilion yeah. is, still, is still in your head. That's great. That's what There's it was called. Pavilion with a way better name. Yeah, yeah it was, it's a way better name. So yeah, yeah, HP yeah. Pavilion is much better. SAP Center is only, well, it's only been the last well, fairly because, recent uh, amount, of, amount of time. They just switched. Is the to, owner of the Sharks owns SAP? Owns SAP, yeah. Named, who, uh, who's so Platner or whatever his name is? Uh, yeah, Hasso Platner. Uh, yeah. Hasso, yeah. He's uh he's, so, he's yeah, a good so guy. He's, I wasn't pandering, Kyle. That was that was real. That was a real, no, a that, real thing. We'll that's great. I don't know about I don't know about <laughs> the other two, but Vancouver is like my one, two. So it goes bottom of my rankings is the Leafs, the Kings, the Ducks, and then probably the Canucks. I cannot stand nice. those whiny assholes. <laughs> They're so <laughs> annoying. And yeah, it's everybody, everybody they to burn down their own city and everybody thinks it's cute or funny i'm like no why it doesn't make any sense i don't like the sedines i don't like i don't like ryan kessler i don't like uh kevin bieksa oh i, I like, like the sedines the sedines are great man the rest are yeah. the sedines yeah, are great the sedines are really good i like that's yeah, the one thing like i the one thing i will say is like i hated the canucks but it was like a blessing when the Sedins like the, and the Sedins were on the team for like 15 years, like when you don't like the team that lives in the or that plays in the city you live in, then you're you kind of grasp at things to like and like getting to watch it, the Sedins, especially live. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a treat! Kessler, if he dies, I could care less. Um, <laughs> couldn't care less, I should say. Um, Bieksa, I also didn't like when he played for the Canucks, but he is so good on TV. Okay, so these guys don't know. We don't, we because don't get him. I've seen a few clips, American. and the one where he where he made fun of um, the Flames in the playoffs, he was like, "Yeah, 
you know, the one good thing for you if you're a Flames fan is, or like if you like the Flames X, Y, and Z, then someone else started talking. He goes, "But I'm not a Flames fan," and I <laughs> yeah. just like uh, it was it was perfect. It was perfect. I wish we could get him on TV here. He he's is so, so good. good, and I think he's like that. He's like the perfect combination of like he understands the game and he played it really recently and he's obviously a smart guy so he knows how to like connect the like i played the game with the like regular fan who may and he does it in a non-patronizing non-condescending way which is really good but he also like genuinely does not give a shit if he gets fired tomorrow like you can tell that he doesn't because i listened to an interview with him like back like about a year ago when he just started doing like random hits on hockey night in canada and he was like well I live in Anaheim. My kids go to school in Anaheim. I got to fly to Toronto every time I want to do games. So he's like, it's not really on my radar to like mm-hmm. become this like media star. Like, I don't really care. Like I have this life in California. So I, he just, yeah, he has that kind of like je ne sais quoi. That's like, whatever, what are you going to do? Fire me? Okay, cool. I'll go back to sunny California and live on the beach. I don't, I don't care. The biggest, the biggest like cognitive dissonance or like jarring culture shock is when They'll let the exit go hard on like the telestrator and do all this cool stuff. And then they're like, and next we have Brian Burke. Oh my and God. Brian Burke gets to talk for two minutes and he's talking about like breaking people's ankles to send a message. And you're just like, how, how did somebody approve going from BX to Brian Burke? It makes zero sense. Literally none. Um, well, and, and the thing with Burke too, is he seems like he hates it. Like I tweeted this, like he just seems like he's not having fun and he actively hates everyone who's watching the show. It seems like he's just like, don't watch this. I hate you. I hate being, he looks tired. He looks tired and old. It's just like, he's just, he's such a curmudgeon just all is. the time. Every single interview, every time you, you see quotes of his in an article, he's just like, like I, I don't know. I you know, it's like put me out of my misery. Like stop interviewing me. What do you like, what are you doing so here? I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, like I yeah, I yeah, agree. So I agree. It's yeah. So, it's so you know, it's interesting too though that you, that sort of like the NHL the NHL in particular, pro sports more generally, but the NHL in particular sort of value system where like oh yeah, it's cool to have Brian Burke talk about roughing some kid up and hurting someone or whatever and sending a message or going out there and fighting the minute like Kevin Bieksa has fun at a team's expense or someone's expense on a, on a broadcast and it's like entertaining, it's like, Oh my God, you know, what's like, what's happening here. It's just so you right, right, right. Yeah. What, what is the thing you really care about here? And it's yeah. like pervasive in all of hockey generally, which is why everyone complains about no one having personalities and that sort of thing. Oh, so I'm tell glad me about it. Around. But me too. how will we me know too. what, that we have to go hard in the corner and play a full 200 <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. Dude, isn't it, isn't it like 205 feet long? Isn't it longer than 200 feet? I just want to point that out. Or like 100, 197. I just, I just want to be like, actually. Yeah. Yeah. See, they go the, they go, the coach like, says that. I'm just going to be like, 110%. Yeah, that's yeah. the equivalent of 110%. It's like six extra feet right, or whatever. Right. Yep. <laughs> He's willing to go all 200 feet. He'll go through the boards. Yes. Like when oh, when Adam man. like when Adam Party got hit through the glass, that was the true. <laughs> he went all 200 feet then. Yes. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> he's between shifts. He's working the uh, concessions. You know, he's going. He's yeah. going the extra. <laughs> like. He's going, well, <laughs> unbelievable. He had a real 350, 350-foot game tonight. Sold a ton of pretzels. <laughs> he, scored a, he scored a goal, got to a fight, and then he also was able to upsell that uh, that popcorn combo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Uh, we joke, we joke, but True North is listening to this podcast, going, "Yeah, we can make more money in Winnipeg. This is a good idea, guys." <laughs> they, uh, my favorite, that's a, my favorite. That's a great place to watch a game, though. I will say, MTS Center is because it's b- built like this, and for everybody that can't see, I'm doing vertical things with my hands. You're basically yeah. on like cliff's edge. It's insane. Yeah, it's an old school. Game. It's like it's, it's it's the same thing. I don't know, Kyle, if you ever went to Maple Leaf Gardens, but it's like the same thing where it literally just yeah. looks like you're entering like a restaurant off the street, and then it's just like, and then you walk in and it's down into the ground, and you're like, oh, this is this is cool as hell. Have you been to Buffalo, like First Niagara Center? Because it's also no, a similar vibe. Heard it's... <clears throat> it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough, but they also serve Bud Light for like three dollars American, and they have no limits to how much Buffalo. you can have. Whoa! They'll just give you as many beers as you want, but you walk in <laughs> and the lower bowl like down, down into the thing. Well, in Canada, there's like limits, right? So at the ACC or Scotia Bank, you can only have two beers per person that are in line, right? And so mm-hmm. we're at a bachelor party, and there's six of us or seven of us. And me and my buddy go up to get beers and like, hey, we're we're from Canada. Like, is there any limits? Like, you just have to get two each. And she's like, oh no, there's seven of you. Do you want like twenty beers? Take back <laughs> so you don't have to come back. And we're like, what? She's like, yeah, that's no problem. And we're standing in line. And we're like, okay, what do you have on tap? We'll we'll, we'll do that. And she goes, oh, we have some options tonight. We have blue or blue light. <laughs> Those are the only two options. <laughs> my buddy looked her dead in the eye, just drunk as a skunk, and goes. Ah, yes, we'll take your finest blue. And <laughs> she just looks at us and goes, okay, and rings us up for like 20 beers and stacks them on these little stack containers. And we're carrying these beers back through the first Niagara Center, just getting reamed out because we're in Leafs gear. Um, yeah, Buffalo's <laughs> a time. Buffalo is a really good time. Uh, but going back one quick thing, my favorite undercurrent of the current playoffs, speaking of personalities, is after every single game, the reporters jumping on Twitter to complain about Zoom and that they can't ask more questions than just like one question. It makes me laugh every single time because they'll ask a question and then there'll be four reporters saying, yeah, well, I wanted to ask a follow-up. And it's like, guys, you ask the same three questions every single game for 35 years. Get get it together. There's just like nothing I could care about less than that. Even less than Ryan Kessler dying. I It's just like insane. Like I, the, the all the like, I it pisses me off so bad like and this is like spoken as a guy who's been sort of loosely in hockey media for a long time like it just like when I love on Twitter when they're like oh rewrite rewrite oh it's like who cares I don't give a fuck that you had to sorry I don't give a shit oh fuck I don't care I don't care that you had to rewrite yourself no but it's like it's like who right, right, oh, right. Oh, it was two nothing with two minutes to go, and now it's two two, and I have to rewrite my story. Oh no! It's like, and and when they're like, oh, so and so didn't talk to the media after the game, and that's so disrespectful. It's like, oh my god, give me a rest. John, will make you feel better if I say fuck. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> okay, I just hey, uh, said you got slapped on the wrist, so I was like, oh shit. Okay, I'll try not to swear. We're we're the bad boys of the Locked On Network. Of the Locked On Network? Okay, I like that. That's a good reputation to have. Yeah, we also don't answer any of the emails, but we're good. Um, <laughs> we're, we're good here. So, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And all of, the, all of the best inside the locker room stuff that they're so desperate to have access for is always off-the-cuff things that they don't get anyway. Like Joe Thornton's famous, I'd pull my cock out and stroke it if I scored four goals. 
wasn't even a question or anything. He was literally just standing there saying it beside the reporters, and then the reporters asked people him about it. People got mad when Botchford tweeted out or wrote it in his article. People were like, "Oh, I can't believe that he that was like off the record. Like he shouldn't he shouldn't have said that. Like that's inappropriate to write about." And I'm like, "That's every Sharks fan. <laughs> our goals are our goals are literally was... win the Stanley Cup, and then right Bruce below it is see Joe Thornton pull his cock out. That's that's like our two goals." <laughs> I just I can't believe the reaction to that to that RIP ball. I can't believe the reaction to that article though and that tweet. It's just like the best how... part is that they asked Joe Thornton. He's like, I don't care if you reported that. What do I give a shit? Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it wasn't Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton did that on. Per- There's cameras in front of Marlowe, and he leaned in and said, "Like, I would I." Yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing is dumb. <laughs> Hockey, best sport, worst, worst. Yeah. Uh... I, I know, and I, I don't like I, I, I write for a living too, and, it, and it's and it's different than having to write recap on a deadline. But I have to rewrite stuff all the time. I have like multiple clients that are like, "Hey, do this, do that. We need you to rewrite this tomorrow. We need you to write this today." And, and like, I just do it. I don't know. Yeah, it's literally your job, you know. And it's like, yeah. and I also hate too, and like, and and obviously, I feel for anyone who loses their job. Of course, that goes without saying. But it's like. Someone will get fired from like a beat reporter job or not get fired. They'll get like laid off. Like the Canucks used to have two beat reporters for the newspaper and now they have one and the one gets laid off and they act like they died. Like, it's just like, Oh, they were such a, what a great man. If he's getting laid off, what, what is the state of hockey? What does that say? You lay, you lay off Dave Fisher what is what is this world coming to when that guy, 17 years on the beat making $45,000, and he's what's he going to do? And it's like people lose – it's the same thing that Eric is saying. It's like people lose their jobs all the time. No one is like, oh, my, my colleague got laid off today, and it's just the most tragic thing. In the, and don't get me wrong. Like I say, obviously it's awful to lose your job, and I wouldn't wish it on anyone, and especially when you get laid off and it's totally out of your hands. Don't get me wrong. It's a shitty situation, but it's like they didn't die. Life is going on. Nothing's changed. It's just, right. yeah. Right, right. And, and it's dumb, too, because then you've got, like, Steve Simmons, who's employed for life. Oh <laughs> You're just God. like, what, exactly. what is the state of this? What is the state of this? Uh, did I have a question for the other two guys, because I know, John, you for sure saw this. Did the Steve Simmons being an open racist to Kayla Gray make it to America, or is that just a Canada thing? I think I I vaguely remember I I follow enough people on hockey Twitter that that stuff makes it down to me across the border and even if I can't see the direct clip or whatever I I but I I I remember to some degree that sort of story so y- yes I guess huh, interesting I don't want to talk about Steve Simmons um, yeah no no no, no I don't I used to I chop I used to work at uh, Keelan Steels in Toronto and I guess his family's from there and I used to see him at the grocery store at lunch sometimes. It was really awkward. But, um, John, who is your favorite analytic shark from either antiquity or currently, or both? Ooh, okay. Well, from antiquity, Pat Falloon, because he has the funniest name. Yes, I just remember being stallion. like, I just remember being like eight years old and being like, this guy's name is Pat Falloon. That's cool as hell. What a great name. I don't know anything yeah, about him. Couldn't Pat tell you. Balloon. I think he was. I think. He... <laughs> He was decent, right? Like he was captain at one point, I think, right? Fat, oh, fat never balloon, captain. Right? Fat balloon, yeah, the fat stallion. He uh he tore up the WHL. He's from like 
something. Uh, and he tore up the WHL and got drafted. He was like decent, but just never panned out and got hurt. He right, was okay. like a huge whiff at like three overall. Gotcha. Okay, so that was that's my antiquity shark, and also Arder Zerbe. I mean, you had to love him back in the day. You know, he had the the like the, the white the Jopa stupid, helmet. It looked like a yeah, it looked like a fencing helmet <laughs> that he wore, and like it was awesome. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I mean, how do you how do you not like Joe Thornton, right? I mean, he's got to be the guy. I that think, answers uh, both the antiquity and the current. <laughs> true, that's also true. That's also true. Yeah, I mean, and and Marlowe too. I mean, obviously, I have a bit of a soft spot for Marlowe because my boys love Marlowe so much. You know, Mitch and Austin, Mitch and Austin still are are talking about what a great guy he is. Um, I also love that William William Nylander just did <laughs> right. not care for Patrick Marlowe at all. It's like, I'm just going to go sit at the Thompson Hotel and you guys can play video games. Was he ever, was William Nylander so? ever in those photos or anything like that? He was taking I just think William Nylander, <laughs> I just think, I just think Nylander doesn't care about anything. Like, I think Nylander is like the most chill guy on earth. I love him. I don't think he cares about anything do at all. we have all. him? Not I, like I nothing. I have to make a mistake. And, like, I love him too. I love him the too. Other guys. I don't think they will. I think, I think Dewey's is smart enough, but. He's also. Would yeah. you like one Brent Burns Thankfully. instead? Nylander's oh. <laughs> Nylander's the type of guy right, that Buffalo right, like would have traded like year, years ago. Yeah, but but Dubas is like smart enough to know. He yeah. gets he. Yeah, it's just like it's funny because um I love like. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say it, he's another frustrating one who gets all the okay, all the all the <laughs> all the um. He gets all the crap from like people on Twitter and the media, but he's like so he's so good. He's just so good. And I'm like, I don't it just one of those sort of un unrightful kind of gets gets yelled at. Well, it's one of those things too, and, and they talk about this a lot. Like I love the Leaf Report is like one of my favorite podcasts. It's James Myrtle and Jonas Siegel. And it's just like, you know, to have those two guys covering the team that you cheer for is is awesome because they're like kind of analytics minded but not too crazy and they're they're just really good but they talk a lot about how it's just like the kind of old school hockey guys just they just look at Nylander and they're like he doesn't care and it's just cuz he just cuz he has like kind of like lazy body language and he doesn't like you know and it's this weird thing where it's like I think if you are so good at hockey that it doesn't look like you're trying, then it's like these dumb old hockey guys are like, oh, he's not trying. Like they'd rather see a guy like Noel Achari who can't skate have to like every right, shift right. be he's like work as hard as possible. And then they're like, whoa, Noel Achari works his fucking ass off. What a hero. What a player, you know? And then William Nylander's like literally 100 times better than Noel Achari. And they're like, oh, I don't, you can't win with him can't win with a guy like that doesn't even try now don't get me wrong Nylander has his flaws and he didn't have a great playoffs this year and I do think he does have a bit of a tendency he hasn't quite figured I, I I hate when people say oh he has a tendency and they're like 23 years old and they've been in the league for like four years but I just think he's got a he'll and he, I think he will but he's just got to find a way to like be a little bit more get to the net more and be a little bit more gritty for lack of a better word, I hate that word, but you know what I mean. Like he just yeah, has to yeah. find a way to be more, yeah, be more effective in the playoffs, you know. Um, and so, and I think he'll get there. But yeah, it's just it's so funny to see. Like I mean, they've been trying to trade Nylander forever. Darren Dreger blocked me on Twitter because I got because I gave him shit for talking about Actually, Nylander. Paul, that, so Dreger, Dreger yeah, blocked just like it, Paul, Paul Marner put in a call to get you blocked. So 
we, we've been we've been doing um uh prospect episodes in the lead up to the draft because the sharks have a first round pick in the first time in ages and we I, don't I sort have of, anything else I to have, talk about yeah nothing else yeah that's true <laughs> I, and i and i have jokingly <laughs> sort of spit yeah. out your same reasoning too where there's a lot of players who are, who are like scoring up the wazoo this year a lot of forwards but sort of their scattering ports include like oh is inconsistent doesn't play a lot of defense or looks like he's not trying kind of thing and i'm like great sign me up i want the guy who it just looks like too easy for i want the guy who the sport is yeah. so like simple and doesn't have to think about it that he looks like he doesn't care out there i'm like if he's 17 we'll figure out the rest but it's just like give him to me you guys are missing the key, the key point yeah. here though so, is that jason Bourne, uh, justin born told us that he's a nordic so that means he should not be on the leafs true how could you guys forget that what a weird tweet Did you see it was that? an article what a weird tweet for such a great guy yeah. For such article. a great guy. Um, but yeah, I, oh. yeah. Uh, it was in there. It was in there. It was good times. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have any favorite Leafs. I'm sorry. I can't contribute to this conversation. Actually, no, that's not true. I like Jason Spezza a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Spezza rules because okay. his voice is so high. Now, I, Austin had an off-season incident last year that was regrettable. But, like, other than that, I don't see how you couldn't like Austin. Oh, I, 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 First of all, he's great to watch. And second of all, he's, like, one of the few guys in the NHL that just by, like, sheer force of will might inject some personality into the league. I like that he, he hasn't fully – he hasn't gone full – Full rogue yet, but it's coming. Yeah, he's got it. He's got to. He's got to show up to the arena with his mustache and like his big like wide-brim hat, but his shirt unbuttoned all the way down. No undershirt, just all the way down. It's, it's coming. It's, it's it's gotta happen. I like Austin Matthews. He's fine. I, it's yeah. I, I guess he's fine. I don't. Matthews. Very yeah. Okay, let's leave it. Matthews. Let's leave it to Matthews. And I love Lilligren and Jason Spencer, but the rest can go away. But Matthews is sick. Um, Lilligren. Yeah, Where'd man. you get Lilligren from? Yo, he should have went number one overall and then got mono. Lilligren's sweet, and he's Swedish, which is sick. I want. We have a goal at San at Locked On Sharks to get all of the Swedish players onto San Jose <laughs> to be friends with Eric Carlson. So that's 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 where we're at right now. Yeah, Z. Who else is Swedish? Is Melker Carlson Swedish as well? Yeah, but we don't talk about him. Um, yeah, no, that's Marcus fair. Gordon. But is that the only other Swede on the team? Marcus Sorensen, Joel Carlson, oh, who's not very good. Sorensen. Yeah, so there like are some Swedes. Yeah, they don't they need a top level Swede right, to like really Swedish, get Eric yeah. Carlson going. They need someone to go for meatballs with Eric and Alright guys, that's gonna do it for part one of our episode with John Colin. Um so thank you guys for listening. Uh, uh you can find John on Twitter at Colin the Comic. Um you can also find us on Twitter at Locked on Sharks. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at the same handle. Um, if you want to find myself on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at myfryhole, Eric on Twitter at foulball, and uh, Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Demetrius. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow uh, with part two of our episode where we'll uh, grill John through the lightning round, and we got some other fun stuff to talk about. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow.